This week on the Mart's World podcast, we have Carl. Good afternoon, Carl. <laughs> good evening, Martin. <laughs> and Christopher has joined us again. Christopher, good old reliable Chris. <laughs> yes, I've I've crawled out from under my bridge to come here. Yeah. Okay. So this week's topic then. Movies. We haven't discussed movies for a while, um, even though we did a review a couple of weeks ago. And uh, just for our listener out there, Simon Cox, the director of Invasion Planet Earth, director, writer, producer, a bit of everything. Um, is he starring as well? Doesn't he? he? I don't think he's in it. No, no. Not. But okay. uh, he's agreed to an interview on the podcast, so we just got to set something up. Can I ask, where, where is he then? Nuneaton. Oh, that's not that far away, actually. I've been West to Midlands. I've been to Nuneaton a couple of oh, times in the past. Why you, it's nice. Why would you go to... Oh, because I used to have a friend who lived there. What? I'm just trying to take that in a minute. Say it again. Uh, I used to have a person that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what I was getting at. Didn't yeah, you? <laughs> an acquaintance up there. Yes. And my um, brother used to live uh, near Colville, which is not too far from Nuneaton. Yeah, I'm bored of that now. Um, right, so... <laughs> You wanted to talk, Chris, about the new Star Wars film. Why? Yes. We haven't seen it yet. It's not if even it, out. What do you mean it's not even out? It's is, been, is it out? It's been out since December. Oh, have I seen it? I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it three times already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so there might be spoilers in this for me, then? There's going to be... Well, yeah, there's going to be massive spoilers, because I'm going to talk about the film, aren't I? Is this the... Oh, no, no. Tarantino's doing Star Trek, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's doing Star Trek, yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for the idea of What's Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Not going to be any blood splatter, though. Pulp Fiction meets Star Trek. Without the blood splatter. Because Tarantino loves blood splatter and he's not going to have any of that in Star Trek because Star Trek won't be made with blood splatter in it. But I like all the dialogue scenes. The, the dialogue would be good, though, yeah. Just talking yeah. about cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you want to say about... Uh... I, I, well, I was, well, it's no point if you haven't seen it, but I was going to say, do you think it's a good ending to the Star Wars saga? Because I know you've seen the other Star Wars, haven't you? Is it meant to be an ending then? Yeah, this is the uh, this is the last yeah. ending of Skywalker. So the Skywalker saga from episode one all the way to episode nine is all about Skywalker, one family. It is now ended, and there is no more. Well, as far as I'm concerned, there shouldn't have been any more after the original three, not four, five, and six. No, yeah, well, the, well, the original three, which yeah, were four, yeah, five, four and five, and six. Yeah, the yeah. problem is, you, yeah, that I, I agree that four, five, and six is the best by a long way, but. You needed a bit of backstory to the characters because by the end of six, you're like, wow, it's amazing. But how do these characters, how did the, this empire become this empire? I never thought of that. Oh, I did. As soon as I watched it, I wanted to know more. We, we, how did Darth Vader become that powerful? And that's he's probably my favorite villain of all time. I love Vader. Uh, how did Palpatine get so powerful? Where did he come from? What happened to all the Jedi? Why, why is Yoda in hiding? There's so many questions that need to be answered. And I actually quite like the prequel trilogy. I know a lot of people don't, but I quite like it. I think there's very good areas in it. Number, the second film, uh, Attack of the Clones, it's a bit too long in the love scenes and there's a massive scene on Naboo that just could have been let shortened by a good 20, That's 30 like minutes. It's a teenage It's a bit TV weird. Show. Yeah, it's that, that part's a bit weird. Um, but overall, absolutely fantastic, I would say. And the new trilogy... Uh, which is seven, eight, nine. I liked seven, eight. I liked as a standalone film, but as far as the, where it fits in, and there's so many holes in it. It's eight is the last Jedi. How the which is, which is that the one where they talk about how they got the plans for the Death Star? No, that's Rogue One. That one is that's a, Rogue One. Yeah, that that one. Rogue One is fantastic. That is absolutely brilliant movie. Is, is, have you seen Rogue One? 
Yeah, I think I've seen them all. Yeah, because Rogue, Rogue One is, I would say, on par with four, five, and six as far as the, the films go. What happens in eight now? Eight is the one that most people try and forget about. It's the one that was um, Rian Johnson or Ryan Johnson, however you say his name, and he kind of he chopped all the uh, theories in half straight away. So he left the film with no no one wondering what was going to happen what next. What happened in eight? What was the theme? So. so uh, Kylo Ren um, and Ray. Ray starts it, finds Luke, and starts the training with, with Luke. Oh, that's when she finds him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, she's like, they start to, to talk to each other through the Force and stuff. And then she goes and sees Snoke, and then this massively powerful person that can see everything, and it's supposed to be more powerful than Palpatine, gets chopped in half really easily um, by Kylo Ren. And then Palpatine comes back. So the idea is, it doesn't really explain it all that well in the film, but the idea is that Palpatine was always around, even after, uh, even Snoke was technically Palpatine. Um, so I quite like the idea, but it led me on to a massive theory. If, if, you were, if you're curious to know about my theory out from the new one, the film. Well, I'm not, but can't I be? I just shook his head. <laughs> 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 I always say weird. So neither of us will. No, no, none of you are. It's fine. I suppose say anything. I've definitely been agging about with Martin too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new point, I won't say anything. Though. Oh, brilliant. If if I was to watch them now, right from right from the very start. As in like the fourth film or the first All of film? them. Every single one of them. What order do you reckon I should watch them in? Four, five, and six, one, two, three, seven, eight, it, nine? If you were a brand new person never watched it, I would say four, five, six and go go actually the date that they were made. Right. If you've watched Star Wars in the past, then I would go from one and then just watch it all the way through. Because then that's the actual story. But no one watches one and then goes, I want to watch two. If you watch four, you're like, I want to watch five now. And then you want to watch six. And then you're like, well, I've invested my time into six hours of movies. I might as well find out what happened beforehand. Four, five, and six are too good. And I, I, I said this to my friend the other day, that I think if they, if they could remake four, five, and six exactly the same as it is, but with with modern up-to-date CGI, it would it'd be equally as good. It would smash box office. But they're probably it, already thinking of it because that's a big thing now, remakes yeah, or just I, enhancing. I don't think they will with Star Wars. I think because it's got such... Classics, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nine-film saga. I think they can't do it because that means then they would have to remake a lot of other stuff as well. So I think they won't do it with Star Wars. I don't think they'll ever remake it. Well, it's a series that's easy to make money from. You know, yeah, The fans well, are quite dedicated so yeah. and well, the Mandalorian. Have you seen the man? You've seen the Mandalorian. Yeah, I love the Mandalorian. Have you watched it all? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The Mandalorian has brought all Star Wars fans back together. Well, Baby Yoda merches. Yes, through the he's, roof. He's not called Baby Yoda. He's not Baby Yoda. But John uh, Favreau he, keeps saying to everyone, he's not Baby Yoda. Well, he's just a baby of the Yoda species, yeah. but everyone calls him Baby Yoda. That's because no one knows the species. And Babu Frick. Yeah, Babu Frick from yeah, he's awesome. He's from Rise of Skywalker. He's yeah. in the from the new film. He's played by um, Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, I forget about that. Yeah. So did the new film, did that make any sense? Uh, yeah, it, it, again, it had its little holes, but I think... It had a lot of holes. I don't know, the, 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 th the eighth one had a hell of a lot more holes. I think the problem was, because they were trying to finish a saga in this, this film, and they were trying to wrap, they were trying to make the mess that number eight did good again, if that makes sense then they had a lot of work to do. And I say that you could see in point of, in point of that film, in, in the new film, there's a moment where you could have 
split it in half, extended both sides, and had one film eight and one film nine from that one film, and you could have had a lot better. And there's this, this things like the Rose character from eight. No one really understood why she was there. She yeah. was kind of a nothing character. I have nothing against her as a person, and she did well for that character, but it wasn't needed. They had a fantastic duo of Poe and Finn who, after number seven, everyone was screaming for a homosexual couple with those two because they bounced off each other so well. They were set things up to say that they were going to be a couple and then completely just destroyed all that. Number eight, again, Leia flying through space with no, uh, with no context of why she can do that. So they, they can kind of ruined it. And then in this one, they, they kind of brought it all back as well. So the Poe and Finn kind of, they had a, a, a bromance rather than a, a proper romance, but they, 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 well, they did that quite well. Yeah. Um, the, the flying through the air thing, they explain why Leia is, is strong with the Force because she did actually have Jedi training from Luke and she was very, very powerful. Um, but she gave that up because she saw visions of Ben turning to the dark side, so she gave it up. Um, uh, so it does wrap up a lot of stuff and I think the ending is, is quite good. I enjoyed it overall. It's nowhere near as good as the prequels or the um, original trilogy. But so that bit at the end when he's saying, kill me, kill me, and I'll be so much more powerful and everything, and she doesn't because the other guy turns up. Yeah. Not that I've seen it. But um, <laughs> did that make any sense? Did you know what it's, was going to happen? Yeah, I, I, no, I couldn't say what I knew exactly what was going to happen, but I think it made, it did make sense. The only thing that really, really bugged me about this film is the kiss. I feel like Disney put a kiss in there just to make it feel like it's true love's first kiss. Because that's Disney's big thing, and it? it's always true love's first kiss. Everything is true love's. So I feel like they put a kiss in there for, for no other reason than just to bow down to what people people want. Because no one actually wanted that. It's, it's a rubbish kiss. And then he dies straight afterwards. So it's, it's a terrible kiss. Yeah. You might want to put a spoiler warning on this podcast for anyone who hasn't seen it. Oh, a listener. You have one listener. No, one <laughs> listener. Yeah. Well, how are, I'm sure. I mean, I thought they were related at some point. I'm pretty sure that. Uh, yeah, but they were, I, I can tell you who Ray is, who her heritage is now, if you want to know. Well, she's. What is she a Palpatine daughter? Granddaughter. So the idea is the parents are nothing really, um, but they know her heritage and they know what Palpatine will do if they find her, um, if he finds her. So she, they hide her on Jakku to try and keep her away. Um, at the same time, a bounty hunter is looking for her and they find the parents and the parents don't give her up and all that type of stuff. So she's very, well, very the parents powerful. would have been um, his, his son. His, well, his son daughter, daughter. His daughter, yeah. Yeah, it would have been the daughter. But they... they Nothing. They, they have not. They, they're in. You see them a couple of times, but there's nothing to say that they were ever force users or had any abilities like that. Probably whatsoever. just a random encounter that he had. Yeah, could have been. So well, powerful guy, wasn't he? He's a very powerful guy. Women like that sort of power. <laughs> yeah, even if well, he does he look like a scrotum. Like, yeah. <laughs> Emperor scrotum. Yeah, he does he, look like a scrotum. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's just acting. I know it's a lot of exactly yeah, like so it, it takes like four hours to put that makeup on and then four hours to take it off. So he sits for eight hours in a chair just to have makeup put on him. Wow. Yeah. And I know How it, do they pass the time when they do that? I would go insane. I'd probably just put something on TV and watch TV. You'd probably just chat to people as well as other people getting makeup done. So 
And the thing is, if you're just sitting there, everything is given to you. I want a coffee. Thing is, you can't take the, you can't go for a piss then if you're in there, if they're in the uh, middle of doing something intricate. I, th- I think they can. I think it's the case of. I imagine they have to get up and walk around every now and again. So they'll do like a certain amount and then go off and walk and then come back and do it. But then they'll only do like an hour's scene and then have to take it all off again. God. Um, God, you've got to do that. You've got to get it exactly the same every time. Every time. For months and months and months yeah. and months on end. I saw a massive continuity, continuity issue in Endgame the other day. I was watching Endgame and it's a huge continuity issue. I don't know if you've, you've both seen Endgame, haven't you? Avengers, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the moment where um, Thanos and Thor are having a massive fight towards the end, and he grabs, uh, he goes for Stormbreaker, and Thanos grabs it off him and starts pushing it into his chest. When it flicks over to the hammer, and the hammer's moving a little bit, uh, because it's just before Captain America grabs it, he goes back to it, and he's no longer holding Stormbreaker. He's holding his um, his like the dual bladed sword thing, and is using that instead. So Stormbreaker just disappeared. So one minute it's there, next minute it's gone, and then they don't ever bring back Stormbreaker until Thor has it again. We need to look at that. Yeah, well, I, I I I had to rewind it and check it, but yeah, the Stormbreaker just disappears out of his hand, and then he's got this, and he's fighting then Captain America and Thor, one with the hammer, one with Stormbreaker. So it's a huge continuity issue, if you ask me. That's mm. something, a big, massive blockbuster like that should not make a mistake like that. I wonder how many people actually note this, though. Just, just Chris. Yeah, probably. Well, some people freeze frame it, don't they, and they yeah. watch it. Some people properly go into it. Because they're fucking sad. I mean, like... <laughs> I was going to say they're reviewers, but yeah. <laughs> they just send it out to the internet and look what I found in Star Wars. Mm. With the weapons a different colour. Yeah. The mug in the background was there in one scene, and now it's over there. I agree cool. some of them are stupid, but I think that one is just, it's just purely because the amount of money they spend on Avengers films. Well, it's like the cup in Game of Thrones. The Starbucks cup has become <laughs> notorious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it wasn't it wasn't a, a continuity area with the clothing or maybe an item on set. It was a fucking Starbucks mug that was just sitting on the table. Yeah. It was very difficult to, to, to miss deny that. that. Yeah. Did, you know, it was... And the amount of people involved in a production or something like that. I mean, you might see you know a handful of actors on the scene, but you know, I've, no, the I've, background. I've been on film sets where there's like there's dozens, yeah. dozens standing around watching, and not a single person knows a <laughs> Starbucks cup. <laughs> anyway, enough of Star Wars. I'm more excited about the uh, new Star Trek film. Well, the Tarantino one. The Tarantino one hasn't even been given a release date yet. Because I'm a big fan of Tarantino's filming yet. work. I don't even think it's, it's started filming yet. No. I've been watching some uh, some more Tarantino stuff over the last few months. Which ones? Hateful Eight. See, that's probably his worst one. Django Unchained. That's an amazing one. Django is amazing. That is good. Yeah. I love Christoph Waltz in that. I love Christoph Waltz as an actor. He can dialogue like crazy. And then Glorious as well. He's really good in that. I watched that as that's well. Really yeah, good, that was good. Yeah. That was really good. He's good at playing different roles. He's sort of a comedic bad guy in yeah. that. But he's good at playing like villains. It's just, it's just Django, he's he, amazing. I, I feel like he was massively underused in Spectre, James Bond Spectre. He was, he's a brilliant actor and they just made him look really soft and weak in it. And it's like, well, he's, he, he, no, I didn't like Spectre anyway. I think Spectre was Is awful. there a new Bond movie coming out? Yes, Bond, what's it called? Uh, time, no, No Time to no Die. No Time to Die. No yeah. Time to well, Die. We talked about this before. There's a new, there's a, 
a female agent. Yes, she's a double movie. O, yeah. An African-American lady. Yes. Yes, and Cubby Broccoli's daughter said, there's no way that James Bond is ever going to become a woman. Or the 007, whatever. There's no need for it. Which is exactly what we said. She agreed with us. She said, Chris is an idiot. <laughs> this was on the she specifically said, she Chris. She specifically said it was on yeah. the BBC News, and they wouldn't lie. <laughs> and he said, if you've viewed the Martyrville podcast, don't take any notice of what Chris said. There is no need for us to make it. Specifically, a man. I'm not even going to argue back. I can't be bothered. However, I will say I'm actually quite looking forward to this James Bond because I've noticed that Daniel Craig's James Bond seems to be going into the rhythm of Casino, Casino Real, good. Quantum Seelies, Quantum of Solis, crap. Skyfall, good. Spectre, crap. So, in that theory, this one should be pretty good. Well, isn't it about his romantic involvement with someone? I don't know. I haven't got a clue if I haven't looked into that much. I've liked them all. I'm a true fan, so I've liked them all. I, I do find it funny, though, that the names, like how similar are the names, though, now? And Die Another Day, uh, a v- uh, not a view to kill, um, No Time to Die is the new one. There's another something about dying, like, um, you know, the, the, the names are very, very similar now. I can't remember them all now, but there's like four or five names that basically mean the same thing. So I think, again, they don't know names anymore. Well, they're just based on the books, are they? Or are the new movies just... I don't think... I think some of the new movies aren't. Or at least, I think the title of the book and the title of the, the film is not always the same. Because yeah. Casino Royale wasn't originally... I've had this argument with people. Do you think Casino Royale, the original one, is part of the James Bond series? When was the original one made? <sighs> 80s... No. I don't know, I can't remember. It was David Niven and Woody Allen. Is it based on the Bond It's based universe? on Casino Royale. That's as far as it goes. It's a, com- it's a comedy. It's not even a serious... It's not a, an action-packed, serious film. It's a comedy. You, you've, have you never seen it? Yeah, yeah, I would have... I must have seen it, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's been a long time, so I don't it's, it's, It is an old, it, old but... film. But a lot of people c- c- class that as the first Casino Royale, but technically it's not, because Ian Fleming, even though he wrote most of the books about James Bond, Casino Royale, he didn't actually write. He had to buy the rights back. So he gave the rights of James Bond, basically, to someone else to write Casino Royale. And that's the first ever story, technically, in the how he becomes double O. And they had to buy the rights back to make that film. It's all very weird. How many versions? Didn't they make, they've made it twice, haven't they, Casino yeah. Royale? Cause... Yeah, because you've got the Daniel Craig one, which yeah. is the one that's... Technic is Casino Royale was always meant to be the first book. It's meant to be how James Bond becomes a double O. Yeah. And and they couldn't release a new film because they didn't have the rights to do it with the with the actual James Bond saga, MGM. Um, and the original Casino Royale isn't part of that James Bond saga, if you see what I mean. It's nothing to do with it. But a lot of people class it as the first ever James Bond, but it's technically not. Because it's it's a co- first of all, it's a comedy. James Bond is not a comedy. If there's one thing it is, it's not a comedy. Yeah. Corny. Corny, yes, yeah. but not comedy. And the actors are completely different. They have nothing, no other relevance to James Bond as a series at all. It's, it's nothing to do with James Bond, and yet a lot of people class it as, and I don't understand why. No, I've never seen it. It's, it's quite a good film. It's very funny, but it's just nothing to do with James Bond, really. It, all it is is the fact that it's 007, James Bond, Casino Royale. They don't even, I believe, even in the title of the film itself, it's just called Casino Royale. It's nothing to do with 007. But it's just it's it's a reliable series. It's it's all right. Some of the movies haven't been the best, yeah. but it's always they're always good to watch. I find that they're yeah. 
It's just it's yeah. stood the time the and test of time. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. As that. You know and, exactly. And the, Daniel, what you're get. the Daniel Craig ones haven't been as corny as the original ones were. Yeah. I mean, they always had these. Um, they were full of like spy devices, and and I think it was dying another day. They were going down the river, and he had to jump on his boat. That was all being sort of remote control, armed yeah. with bombs and stuff. Yeah. And they, all this stuff is overly far fetched, uh, but that was enjoyable. That's what you expected. Yeah. And then when Daniel Craig jumped in, then it was all very serious and very macho. And well, they used to over well, macho before. Yeah. yeah. They, and the the womanizing was always exaggerated as well. Yeah, yeah. With Sean Connery and a few of the other ones, but not so much. In the it's, modern it, movies, you know, it's there, but it's it's subtle rather than in your face like it used to be. I I think they've done that because it needed to be updated to the twenty first century. I think the, the idea of those proper cheesy kind of corny one liners that always come out and I, I like Pierce Brosnan as a Bond, but I don't think his films would be able to be made now. I think they wouldn't work as well. Just just the film itself. I'm not it's saying because people are too sensitive yeah, these very days. much, and I I think it's 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 a bit unrealistic as well. People don't like. <laughs> Fucking ruining the movies. I don't think people like the serious, over-the-top unrealism that you used to have in the old ones. These ones are a lot more realistic. It's kind of more to the point of a lot of ex-MI6 and MI5 If they're realistic now, if James Bond used to do what he did back in the day, he'd be all over fucking social media and Twitter. Yeah. So, so where do you think we're going with James Bond then? He's going to be a, a vegan, pansexual... He's going to be a vegan, pansexual, gender-fluent... Goblin of no particular color, of no particular color, just to not offend anyone. Yeah, and he's just going to say nothing in the movie because what can you say? Yeah, that yeah. people don't get offended about. So it's just going to be James Bond. It's going to it. just James Bond 007, black screen done. It's just like this the end. homogenous yeah. blob that's just <laughs> king of all the bellends. I don't know where James Bond's going to go, but. I don't think it's, it's a. It is a very good. Um, you know exactly what you're going to get. It's like Fast and Furious films. You know you're going to go in there. You're going to have an hour and a half to two hours of explosions and tough people and and good looking women and good looking guys and just just constant explosions and well, everything else like- and a, an adrenaline thrill rush and that's it and that's what James Bond is. It's, it's a it's a bit more serious. Well, that's than- what movies are in general. You don't go to the movies to watch. You it's it's sort of a break from reality. You you want to watch. These, you know, really well-trained people doing crazy stunts and doing crazy things. Yep. You don't go to the to the movies to watch, you know. Well, that's, that's John, John Wick is doing so well because of that because it is just one guy it's going just around. Tried and tested. Yeah, and he, and the other thing about John Wick, mind you, he's most of the stunts he does himself, which is crazy. Have you seen yeah. his YouTube? He videos? can't fall down the stairs. No. There's a few stipulations. Yeah. yeah, he can't do certain things, but. Watch his YouTube video. Um, I know he does martial arts and everything, doesn't he? He learns yeah. all that. He learns. Like. He he learns um, from from the like ex Navy SEAL how to shoot properly and how to reload and if there's a jam and all that. And he he does it for months and months and months to get it right. Yeah. So when he's actually doing it in film, it's how an actual Navy SEAL would have done it in real life. And the guy who trains him is insane because they they've got like. Um, boards like people to shoot and stuff and um, he's got a shotgun and he's got a sidearm and he's got a, an, um, an assault rifle as well and how quickly they are just going bang 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 taking he's five a, people out compete. instantly it's a competition they have like yeah. speed competitions where it's basically whoever can hit the most targets in a certain number of time you have three different weapon types so you move from zone to zone to zone yeah. doing all these different things and 
insane. Just watch John Wick on YouTube, Keanu Reeves' trip approach, because it is insane. Because you can see, it's, it's, there's one clip that's like 30 seconds long, and there's another one that's like half an hour. It goes through everything he did. Let's not forget how old the man is. Yeah. He's in his 50s. Yeah. And he's yeah. doing jujitsu, you know, beast. stunts I love that involve high-speed chases and things. I, he's off his head. When I, when I went to New York, we went to Central Park, and I stood where John Wick stood, and I was like, I'm starting with John Wick. <laughs> I probably geeked out at that point. But John Wick has quickly become one of my favourite films going. And uh, this year, I can't remember the exact date, but Matrix 4... And John Wick for coming out on the same day, so people are petitioning it for it to be Keanu Reeves Day and have it public holiday. And I would love <laughs> Keanu Reeves Day to be a public holiday. <laughs> that that guy is insane. He's an amazing, and he's apparently a very very nice guy to meet. Like he, if you he, meet him in the street and ask for his photo, yeah, he'll, he's he'll, very he'll, humble. He's yeah. quite shy. He doesn't. He's an introvert. He doesn't yeah. thrive on the Time attention. Traveler. This, this he's theme. been alive for about 400 years it's because yeah. of him and this, King this, yeah. yeah have you got a specific genre you'll watch and a specific that you won't watch now I won't watch horror films never watch them at all no interest absolutely nothing at all I'm probably with you on that yeah. as soon as I see something that's got horror in the description of the yeah. genre I think I'm thinking not interested if, if it's a psychological horror I'm a bit more like, like the Shining the Hannibal series a Quiet Place is, is a bit more psychological if it's just kind of like Scary moments, jumpy bits. I know, even, even that. It's just a case of five people go to a haunted house and there's no lights. So I'm going to walk into this room and I'm going to be absolutely fine. No, you're going to get killed. We, we Don't separate, you're going to get killed. Oh, you're running through a forest, you're going to get killed. It's, it's obvious. Yeah. You know these things are coming. Whereas a psychological horror, it, it's more about how can it mess with your mind. and, and, well, and you It usually think. ends in the revelation of some psychotic individual. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to see how... That unfolds and character development and all that. It, it's much more interesting. Whereas jump scares have become old. They scare you and you go, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, the yeah. movie's been shit up until this point and they try to recapture or your attention with it goes jump scares. Overly gory like Saw. And it becomes stupidly gory and all it's about then is how much gore. Well, the first Saw and... movie was interesting because it was a new concept. Yeah. You've got this someone who's, you know, making people think about their choices and whatever. And you could have ended the movie there as sort of an individual piece. After that, they milked it. We're on about Saw 12 now, probably, or something oh, yeah, ridiculous they, like that. They also brought out like uh, uh, spin-offs like Jigsaw and things like this, yeah. where it, it showed how he became who he was. And it's, it's Pointless. I don't like films with musicals in them. I'm not a fan of singing and dancing. No, see, no, I like musicals. I... I I, I like musicals. I, 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 I haven't got I, a particular genre I like. I got like, like horror I don't like. So can but I just quickly have, have if, a, have if a you, side if note? Stop interrupting me. I just want a quick side <laughs> note on the, on the horrors just beforehand. I, <laughs> it, it, I just want to talk about one <laughs> one horror beforehand, which I, I, I've watched and I don't like, but I think is amazing how they did it. Paranormal Activity. So Paranormal Activity, uh, their budget was $11,000. Try and take a random guess how much they made in the box office. Probably Two, like 200 million. Yeah, 200 million. 193.4 million. Oh, we were spot on. Spot on. $11,000 and they made that much back. That's impressive on any account. Now well, it's all... They uh, had a great marketing team. They they made it look like it was a... They made it look real. Like they found a video from a, an abandoned hitchhiker's bag or something like that. I thought, yeah. And it, yeah, it was amazing. It, they did really well. I don't like... I watched the film just out of curiosity. It's not particularly great. It's quite boring, actually. But 
I got to say to them to, to, to see that gap in the market and only spend that much money and make that much money back. Well, from a business perspective, that's yeah. incredible. I don't, I, I don't the think there's any other film that's ever done that, ever. If so it's what? entertaining, I'll watch I'll watch anything. Have you seen Les Mis? Yeah, of quite, course. quite enjoyed Les Mis. Yeah, I loved I it. I can't watch it. Because he's, he's, Wolverine is like such a good actor and a singer. He's a brilliant singer. Yeah, he's... Yeah. I just don't think I'm cultured enough. I'm when the singing and dancing comes on. Greatest Showman. No, I couldn't get on with Greatest Showman. It just puts me off. That's just a too much me. I love all that. I love all, I love the musicals, and I'm not at all gay. I, I love musicals, I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, I, I, I too like them. Uh, musicals I good. Deal with I, it. I, I, I normally go for violent action movies, if I'm honest. Something that's a lot of explosions and fighting. I think those are a guilty pleasure. You, you, like, Expendables. The story is rubbish. <laughs> there's some yeah. guy in North Korea that's being bad and they've got to go there yeah. but it's just the fact that it, these are all the action heroes that I grew up watching yep. and they're all in the same movie just blowing stuff up and just making overly dramatic statements yep. and taking the piss out of Wesley Snipes because he evades his taxes that's hilarious to yeah, me that those really movies are a guilty pleasure like John Wick you know yeah. they're just you know what you're getting but you can appreciate the stunts and the yeah. violence I, th- I, think I think psychological dramas are probably my favourite where you you know, there's a story that you they kind of make you piece together yourself. You think, well, could he have done that? Could he have done that? You know, where are we going with this particular story? Like just, now, like now you see musicals. me. See now you see me. Oh, do you know? I don't think I've watched either any of them. There's two now, wasn't it? It's two yeah. Now, now you see me. One is brilliant. I really enjoyed. Now you see me. It's very good, and you're all the way through, you're guessing, you keep guessing, and, and well, some of What's stuff. it about? I can't remember. It's if I've about seen that one uh, four magicians who are brought together. Um, and they've got to basically go through these tests to become part of this mystical, magical place. But right. that that part's a little bit weird. But the actual film and the way they what and what they do and the twist in it. I'm not going to say anything because you don't want to spoil it. Yeah, because I'm going to watch it. But now. but it, I, I I say the first one is really good. I mean, it was a bit like wow, quite hard hitting. Yeah. The second one's good, but it's kind of already been done. If you see what I mean? The first one was all was so good already that you didn't want to didn't need anything more. And the thing that wound me up with the second one is why didn't they call it now you don't now you see me now no, you don't that would make sense that yeah would make sense. that makes sense but rather than now you see me too now you don't oh it's got Jesse Eisenberg Mark Ruffalo Woody Harrelson Dave shot. Franco yeah it's really good oh, it's five, not four, yeah, five magicians sorry it's very very good the Hulk Mark, Mark Ruffalo's in it what's the other one with Tom Hanks Something not um, <laughs> the other one with Tom Hanks. <laughs> you like he made two. It's Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio, where it's the same premise, where he's a con artist. Oh, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. That's, that's brilliant. The one. That's, that's based on movie. a true story. That one, isn't it? Yeah, because he becomes an FBI profiler then, and he to catch yeah. counterfeiters, and it's, it's really and then you got the Matt Damon one, then the talented Mr. Ripley, which is really good, where he plays, um, he takes the identity of someone else that he kills. And tries to live his life, tries to cool. work his uh, way in. And have, have you seen the, the the series on Netflix? You no, that's quite good. It's, it's a bit of a psychological drama. You you'll really like. Oh, that. I've seen you. I've seen you. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, funny. Yeah, it's it's funny <laughs> it's how funny it works. Bits, but <laughs> I mean, they've kind of they just they did the same story they did for season one. In season two, he's just moved to a different part of the world and there's a little hangover yeah. from his previous life that's come along. Yeah, but the the, the the unexpected twist at the end, I would say, is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see what season three would be like if they make one. Yeah, because now I think, are they just going to do the same thing again, but in season three? 
Well, season three is almost going to be a comedy because it's their pairing is so absurd. And they've got a child. Yeah, it'll be the day in the life of a serial killer family. Spoilers. Apparently, they they model the the director um, kind of like, I don't know what the word is, like model those two off the Joker and Harley Quinn relationship. So it'd be quite interesting to see. Oh, yeah, just absolutely mental people. My brother was watching it the other day and I was watching it with them. There's a scene where now that I look at it and think about it, he looks like the Joker. There's a moment just where he where he locks, he locks like a joker, and you're like, fuck, it'd be cool. Well, he's... He's creepy as hell. Yeah, he is creepy. He's damaged goods. But yeah. you know, he, he is a normal bloke for the most part. Yeah. You, you, if you met him, if you just met him without knowing any of his backstory, you wouldn't think anything of him. But when you see his backstory and you see what he does, he is a complete and utter sociopath. There, he is completely... But social justice warriors have used that TV show to try and defend against, you know... They're trying to make it sound like that's what men are like. It's like, oh, look, look, look what happens when you trust the man and all that sort of stuff. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, fuck off. I'm sorry. That's just a ridiculous statement. It's like people who are posting that are not, you know, they're never going to get a bloke anyway because they look like fucking trolls. (laughs) (laughs) And they're usually the same people that propagate this nonsense. Let's be honest. That's the real reason why they're social justice warriors. Because they're never going to get the book they want, so they're just going to step all over other people. Is this all of them? Can't Not all of them. A good portion. <laughs> just like if they ever had a bloke, they wouldn't have this problem. And, and that's what annoys me the most. They try and make us all sound the same. Like we're all untrustworthy psychopaths. It's a fictional story. It's not based on anything. You can't use that as an argument for any sort of social issue. It's a fucking TV show. I I have to say, you've changed. (laughs) (laughs) I slept a lot last night as well. I I was. I'm in a. I'm rested. (laughs) I I was 33 a couple of months ago, and I think that's it. That was my tipping point. I've I've got no patience anymore. I'm, I'm usually the one that comes out with this nonsense, and then you're the, the, the voice of reason that sees both sides of it, because Chris is offended by everything normally. I haven't been. I haven't actually been offended. You, have, you haven't been offended by no. much this week. Uh, Carl's coming up with stuff that I'm <laughs> with. I can't get over it. I'm getting uh, practically redundant. <laughs> you are redundant already. <laughs> You've taken me to the dark side. <laughs> they have cookies, it's good. Yeah. Right, well, that's enough film talk, I think, for one oh, week. I quite like film discussions. Film discussions are good. Yeah, I know, but if we, if we carry on with this, we'll, have to, we'll end up back on Star Trek, Star Wars again. And I was actually thinking... No, I was going to go Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars is the greatest saga of all time. Yeah, we Nothing bo- beats Star Wars. We're bored with that, yeah. So, thank you, Paul. Hashtag Star Wars great. Yeah, hashtag Me Too Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Me Too, too Space. space. <laughs> Me Too Space. Thanks, both. Cheers. Thank you.